0: listening to real life real people radio on this sunday morning this palm sunday and we thank you for joining us today this is the passion week the passion of jesus leading up to his suffering and death on the cross our wonderful savior who gave us his life his precious blood has made us free Tanya, good morning. How are you this morning? Good
1: morning. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. How Uh, are you? I
0: am wonderful. Wonderful. And I just am so excited that we get to share about the Passion of Jesus Christ. The Passion of Jesus Christ is the story of His arrest, trial, and suffering, and it ends with a crucifixion. These are the 12 days leading up to His death and resurrection, And of course, today is Palm Sunday, and it's a special week. How's your week going?
1: Uh, It's been going well, but I I think there's a couple of things that we need to talk about before we get to here, because we've been in a season that some celebrate called Lent, and it is really just a time of preparation. Remember, Jesus went to the wilderness for 40 days, and that is symbolic Mm -hmm. of what Lent is all about. And it really gives you the opportunity to create a space where you can find yourself wanting to know more about Jesus, working on your relationship with Him. He's always been there. God's presence never leaves us, but sometimes we leave God's presence. And this is an opportunity to put all that together and really remember how much God loves us and how much He has for us And so I want us to focus on that this morning because that is where we're leading Mm -hmm. up to.
0: Yes, and for those of you who maybe haven't been as close to Jesus and feel like you're not worthy of his love or you just have kind of left maybe his presence for a time, this is a time to come back, to come back and realize how much he loves you In fact, he loves you so much that he endured so much for you. Tanya, the word passion comes from the Latin word meaning to suffer, to bear, to endure. And Jesus did that. He suffered so much for us because he loves us. And in each of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we're going to see these stories or these accounts of the passion and so why are these important today? Why do we need to understand them? Well just I feel like when we read them and we hope that you all will read them this coming week or read one of them that you will realize how much Jesus loved you. He suffered so much so that you could have salvation.
1: It leads me to a a scripture that, that resonated with me today and it comes from Isaiah chapter 46 verse 4. Even to your old age, gray hairs, I am He. I am He who will sustain you. I have made you, I will carry you, I will sustain you, and I will rescue you. I think it's good for us to remember He's really for us. He is all in for us, so much so, and all that He demonstrates as we go through this Passion Week.
0: So we'd like to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will
1: bring the Bible to life for you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, prepare our hearts as we go about this day and this week. Help us to prepare for what You have for us. Help us to remember that You are for us and not against us. You have so many things that You want to offer and shower down upon us when we turn to you. So Lord, let us find you today in a new way. Let us see you and all that you endured and remind us of how much you love us. Lord, we forget to tell you sometimes, but we love you. Mm -hmm. We love you so much and we have so much we want to give back to you. So help us find that place today. Help us to grow in our relationship with you and to remember much you gave up for us to have eternal life with you lord we love you we thank you it's in jesus name we pray Amen.
0: amen amen we're going to open up with god's love god's everlasting love for us you pray tanya if god is for us who can be against us and that's actually from scripture it's romans 8 31 If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not only with him graciously give us all things? He loves us so much, Tanya. So we can't ever be separated from his love. Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, or sword. Nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now right there, hearing that makes me know I am worthy and you are worthy too.
1: It's hard to feel that way sometimes though, Jill. And I know others feel that way too. But we have to remember God is bigger than we are. His ways are higher than our ways and that's scripture too. Um, Trust Him for He is good. He is faithful. He will lift you up, especially when you're feeling the least worthy. Remember, He died on the cross for our sins, even while we were still sinners, so that we could spend eternity with Him.
0: Eternity with Him. And that is how we know that there is hope, that we are loved, that we know that He has a place for us. I know a couple weeks ago we talked about death and and losing loved ones and, and that hope that we can have, knowing that we will see them again and that He's prepared a place for each of us. I know life is hard. I know we're all going through things right now. But listener, one thing we want you to know is that Christ loves you. He loves you so much that He endured so much. And if you want to read this... And know how much he's endured. Like we said earlier, you can go to the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And we hope that you'll read these. And just to see what a wonderful Savior you have. How much he did for you. Matthew 26 and 27. Mark 14 and 15. Luke 22 and 23. John 18 and 19. And as you read and study these accounts, you will see what your wonderful Savior did for you and how much He loves you. And when you read, you're going to know how much He loves you, like we said. And you may even have a few tears in your eyes as you read. It's, it's hard to imagine the suffering and, and what exactly happened and putting yourself in the position of one of those people there that saw all this, that was experiencing all all of what Jesus endured. But just believe that he loves you. You are worthy.
1: We spoke a few minutes ago about Lent and it being a preparatory time leading up to Resurrection Sunday. And though it's not specifically mentioned in the Bible, it is a rhythm of reflection and repentance. It's a great time for us to focus in and reflect on what Jesus did as He prepared for this time that He knew was coming and He knew what was going to be asked of Him. And He went to the cross. So I think it's important, as we talked about, Over these last few weeks, being in a new season of spring, we talked about this being 2022 and a new you. Let this be an opportunity for you to reflect, repent, turn back, start a new path. It's never too late to start over. If you're in a spot that you need to be thinking differently and you need to know how God is thinking in line with what you're thinking, take time to spend time with Him. Listen to what He guides you to. Open up your Bible to a scripture and meditate on what that means. But it's an ideal time for you to find a better place in your life. And there's never been a better time to put Jesus Christ front and center in what you're doing.
0: Exactly. And I agree. Spending time in the scripture, spending time in prayer. You know, one thing I'd like to point out is Jesus prayed through all of this, through all of this that he endured, that was how he prepared, As he prayed. And he prayed to the Father. And he says, "For Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Even through all of that, he prayed for his enemies. He prayed for those that persecuted him. And, and he wanted forgiveness for all of us. So if you're holding on to unforgiveness for yourself... Let it go. Jesus has already forgiven you.
1: There's also a scripture from 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 7. Reflect on what I'm saying, for the Lord will give you insight to all of this. You'll spend a little bit of time focusing on God and what He wants for you versus what you want from God. Mm -hmm. It will put your perspective in a little bit different way that you can look at that and you can really embrace what all Jesus went through. During this week. The persecution. All the things that are going to happen during this week. It allows you to see it through a different perspective. I know for me, I I tend to get a lot of me, 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 me. And I really need to be asking God, what can I do for you? How can I serve you better? And that's hard, folks.
0: Yeah, it is. This is what He wants for us. He wants us to realize how much again, that he loves us and to share that love. And the best way to do that is not only through prayer and spending time reading, but singing. Yes. Singing. I have a story. A good friend of mine has just lost her mother and it's been such a hard time for her and the whole family. But one really neat story is that her mother liked to sing. In fact, she was part of a choir and one of her favorite songs was called Jesus, My King, My Wonderful Savior. And during a few of her last days on this earth, my friend went to visit with her and and spend time with her, and they had some wonderful conversations. And there was one moment before her death, a couple of days before her death, where her mother sang this song. And Tanya, she videoed her singing it. It was beautiful. Her voice was angelic and no matter what she was going through, the pain she was experiencing, because she was in a lot of pain in hospice, she was able to praise her Savior and sing to Him. And listen to these words from this song. It is beautiful. So as you're talking about praising the Lord and, and, and just really loving Him, here are some of the words from this song that my sweet, precious friend's mother was singing. All of my life is given to thee. Now I am living in your great salvation. Your precious blood is making me free. Wonderful Savior, wonderful Savior, you are so near, so precious to me. Wonderful Savior, wonderful Savior, my heart is filled with praises to thee. Freedom from sin, a wonderful story. All of its stains washed whiter than snow. Jesus has come to live in this temple. All of my days, his love I will show. Jesus, my Lord, I'll ever adore thee. Lay at your feet my treasures of love. Lead me in ways to show forth your glory. Ways that will end in heaven above. And I just think this is beautiful. This is a beautiful way to share our love and to spend time praising the Lord Jesus, our wonderful Savior, and what he has done for each of us.
1: I love hymns. They make me think of my mother which we've talked about before, but what a beautiful story of a mother and a daughter, but more importantly about their love for Jesus. And that is where we can center and focus on. I know a lot of times I I hear people say, and I hear it even in my own mind, I'm not where I need to be. Where am I supposed to be? How am I supposed to be? You know, just to worship while you wait. Maybe you're not supposed to know all the answers right now. Mm -hmm. And there is a song,
0: Worship While You Wait, I think of that. And that is so true. Worship. You may not know the next step. Worship anyway. You may be suffering. Worship anyway.
1: Pray anyway. You may be really sick. You may be going through a lot of health matters. When you find yourself in the worst place and you can still give worship to God, He's going to honor and recognize that. And there will be blessings that will come unexpectedly that you just can't even begin to imagine. So that's a good reflection part. Many times we find ourselves in such a way of preparation. So we're getting ready to prepare tonight's meal or maybe we're getting ready to prepare for a family gathering or a graduation or a wedding or something exciting. But do we spend that much time getting prepared for Jesus? Do we spend that kind of time with Him on a daily basis? We should be preparing for Him each and every day because that's where our eternity is. Yes, I know that work and household duties and and features that our family needs or our friends need, those are all important. But don't lose sight of your eternal plan. It's the most important one you can prepare for.
0: And as you prepare, you're going to feel that abundant life that Jesus promises us. A scripture that I cling to a lot, it's one of my favorites, is John 10.10. The thief comes only to kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So what is abundant life? What does Jesus mean by that? Well, he wants us to realize, first of all, how much he loves us and for us to love him, to show him that love that, that we have for him. He wants us to have joy. In fact, in John 15, 11, he says, my joy may be in you and your joy may be full. So if his joy is in us, he wants us to have that relationship with him. It's not about religion. It's about a relationship. Do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Maybe now is the time to evaluate and look at your life. Do I have a close relationship with him? And what can I do to grow closer? We all can. We're all working on that and developing the relationship with him and the faith and and just knowing that how much he loves you, that you are worthy, and that he has an everlasting love for you. That right there is abundant light. Living in what he's given you now and seeing him through it all. Being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. That's another way we can have an abundant life. Grabbing hold of all the spiritual blessings that Jesus wants to give us. When you're a believer, he's deposited the Holy Spirit within you. It's alive and working in you. So have you recognized the Holy Spirit in you? Are you listening? Are you being obedient? Tanya, yesterday I was listening to something, and I heard this, and it really resonated. We can have a lot of Bible knowledge, but it's harder to be obedient.
1: Oh, it certainly is.
0: So really being obedient to what he's calling us to do.
1: And he comes from a generous place. You know, I think of things that I would consider my prized possessions, pictures of my family, my Bible several other things that are very near and dear to me but what would it be like if your most valuable possession was your relationship with god and you put as much focus and effort into that think about how generous god has been with us he gave us jesus christ let him go through all the Mm -hmm. things he went through to make us clean and pure So we could spend eternity with Him. He loved us that much that He generously gave that of Himself so that we could live eternally for Him even when we don't understand it. Even when we're still Mm -hmm. sinning. Even all those things. He loved us so much.
0: Yes, He did, Tanya. And His love is real. There's no doubting His love for us. Let me back up and, and go back into... These moments in these days where Jesus is going through these times before the the crucifixion. There were betrayals. There was an arrest of Jesus. There was a trial of Jesus. There was a time where there was a plot to kill him. And then, of course, when he was crucified. But before that time, one of his very own disciples, Peter denies Jesus. And I'm going to be looking at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, starting in verse 54, when Peter denies Jesus. Then they seized Jesus and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. And Peter was following at a distance. And when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him as he sat in the light, looking closely at him, said, This man was also with him, but he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And a little later, someone else saw him and said, You are also one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. And after an interval of about an hour, still another insisted, saying, Certainly this man was with him, for he too is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, The rooster crowed, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter, and Peter remembered the saying of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Three times Peter denies Jesus. The Lord had told him he would, and he said, No, I would never deny you. But he did it. Is this us? Are we afraid to talk about our faith? Are we afraid to talk about our Savior? Are we letting fear or doubt get in the way of who Jesus is in our life? Are we afraid of what people are going to say? I believe Peter was. And we're going to see later on that we will share next week that Jesus gave Peter another opportunity to tell him how much he loves him. And He gives us the same opportunity, Tanya. Yes, He does. Time and time again.
1: Yes, He does. And I'm so grateful that He does because there are times when I know better and I still don't do what I'm supposed to do. But remember, as we practice these things, these are spiritual habits that God is hoping that we will embrace Him. and He doesn't expect us to grow on our own. He does give you permission to come imperfectly to Him and it's because of His power that we're made whole and our weakness, we're able to come to Him because He gives us strength and He can do so much more with us when we come before Him and know that we can't do it on our own because I can't.
0: I can't either. We mess up on our own. Without Jesus, we're nothing. Without Jesus, we can't face tomorrow. I love that song about our tomorrows. We can know are secure because Jesus is with us. Jesus loves us. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. This is a song that we sang at my mother's funeral. And listen to these words. I know I'm talking about a lot of songs, but folks, songs are what can help us get through these times and just reassure us God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He bled and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. And because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives.
1: Because he lives. What a powerful statement. We know that Passion Week, Holy Week, is all about what all God has gone through and what all Jesus walked through, all the facets, because He loved us so much. But because He lives, so do we.
0: We do. And truly, you will be with Him in paradise. Luke chapter 23, Jesus is up on the cross, crucified two other criminals beside him. There's three crosses. Two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him. And the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. And then one of the criminals who was hanged, railed at him, saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do not you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due rewards for our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. So as Jesus was on the cross, he was remembering these men who were with him. And he promised that they would be with him in paradise. So there's nothing that you've done that's going to make Jesus love you less. In fact, he loves you so much that you will be with him in paradise.
1: Being able to know that your life has an expectancy of paradise causes me to look at it a little bit differently. So friends listening today, I hope that you hear that paradise is for you as well. And I hope that you're developing your relationship, your spiritual habits, so that you will have a deeper intimacy with God and become more obedient and that we can sacrifice anything and humbly surrender so that we can be in paradise with Jesus
0: he wants you to have that paradise right now to have that abundant life to know how much he loves you that you can face your tomorrow because he lives and then when it's your time to be with him in paradise in the heavenly home that he's prepared for you you will know that because he lives you will live also let us pray Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you that we know we can have an intimacy, a relationship with you, and that you love us so much that you suffered and you endured so much so that we could be forgiven and free. By your stripes, we are healed. So, Lord, let us cling to you to know that our relationship with you is secure, And that we can trust you with all of our heart and know that we have eternal life. We have that place with you eternally. We love you. We praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real People Radio. You can hear us every Sunday morning at 9
1: a.m. If you would like to listen to previous episodes, please go to realliferealpeopleradio.podbean.com.
0: And just remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life Real People Radio, copyrighted 2022, all rights reserved.
1: Real Life The center real life real people making
0: conversation simple